<laughs> okay, so uh, everybody here, there are copies in the back, and you're online. You should have a one-page. Um, let's see, it's the charm. Among a few things that were uploaded. So if you take a minute to find that. I don't know if we're going to get to it tonight, but we probably will, because I have one more excellent uh, all-inclusive Shiloh. When I say all-inclusive, is I picked the ones that will give us the maximum amount of Chazara on the various points we touched upon. So we'll begin with that, and then we'll begin the next part of the Sugya. So if you remember last week, I mentioned a Misa that I witnessed in my house, in my parents' house, in Eretz where there was a technician fixing the washing machine and the dryer, or both, I don't remember. And he was working hard, sweating. It was a hot summer day, and my father went to the kitchen to get some orange juice and then went to the back study to dig up a yarmulke. And then he came armed with the orange juice and the yarmulke. And he offered him some orange juice. He asked him, do you want? In modern Hebrew... It's not that complicated. And then he said, sure. And then he said, okay, well, I'll uh, put a cup for himself. Made to the other fellow, you have to be uh, drinking. Iris doesn't help over here because he's not included to drink. And he said, I'm going to make a bracha for you. And here's the yamaka. And he started asking him, do you know what a bracha is? The Israelis know what brachas are, but brachas can trigger in their mind, they're going to give me a bracha, like you should live long and make a lot of money repairing machines. Like It could be, a, you know, it could be many things. So he showed the yeah, orange juice, and uh, the guy uh, said, uh, he takes it out of his pocket, and he makes a bracha that would make any Sephardi proud, and any Ashkenazi maybe a little uncomfortable, uh, rightfully so. Some of my best friends are Ashkenazim, that's not a racial slur. That's a <laughs> that's that's a push to say Bruch is a little bit louder. <laughs> so and a Friday friend who used to like me and all his other friends when we were Bruch used to give us musars. You call that a Bruch? Said that in English. Ashkenazim don't it's culturally we're uh, so that's um, even if you're Ashkenaz you could say it out loud and I heard the bracha and it was a uh, good bracha. So Somebody asked me afterwards, it's an important Shiloh, and the answer is one of three possibilities. One in Hilchas Brochus, and Hilchas Kavana, and two in Hilchas Levniver. The question is, what good is it? Let's say he wouldn't have been from yet, and he didn't have a yarmulke, and he wasn't with the program, and my father would really have to, which he's willing to do, make a shakal in his orange juice and just tell him to listen up. We mentioned that the Amin is not Makev in Shemek and it's not. It's a nice thing to answer Amin, but even if it doesn't say Amin, doesn't know when, when to chime in. So that's not Makev. The problem is that Lechera, even after you explain to the fellow, I'm going to make a bracha for you, he's sort of not following. Talking about somebody who's not yet from it. It's well, maybe he's not yet from it. He is following. In America, this comes up in every meeting, in every accounting office, and every you have clients who are Jewish. If you want to try this, if you're close enough to, to him and you're not going to trigger uh, losing the client, which we'll go over in a minute why that's a heter, not to make the bracha, but you have to explain it. And after you explain it, it doesn't really know you make the bracha. It's like a blessing, and uh, do it also, lahavdil, and... 
he maybe understood something about a blessing on food with grace before meals, after meals, lahavdil. He doesn't understand the chalais of a bracha, of a mitzvah, of a chiv to make a bracha. And mitzvah sikh is kavana, l'chayre. So how does that help? You make a bracha for him. It's not yet mitzvah sikh is kavana. That sounds like a good kasha. That's the easiest of the of the mahalchem. We hold, you should have kavana by brachas, dares, and darabanan. By mitzvahs, dares, and darabanan. Uh, there are brachas, dares also, but by darabanan. We pass kemidiyavid, mitzvah, saying, sikh is kavana. So that helps here. So even if he doesn't really understand he's doing a mitzvah over here, it's not makif. Because it's Dorabonim. Because most brachas, brachsanen, and it's Dorabonim. But he ate mitzvah because he told him what's taking place. But you're assuming he understands, as I explained there, being the shir, there's a mitzvah, there's a chiyuv, there's a chalis of a mitzvah, Dorabonim here. They don't understand. You're saying making a bracha. So, yeah, whatever makes you happy. You want to mumble something. They don't, they don't know what's going on. So, say a kavana l'shem mitzvah is a stretch. But dom is not ma'akev. It's a mitzvah bon is not ma'akev. The bigger problem might be... Isn't he a ganav if he doesn't make a bracha? Yeah, and he's a... If he doesn't make a bracha, that's the litanivish. That's why you got to make a bracha for him. Besides helping him. And therefore, he's plus latest. We're not uh, graduating so, him. Mean, it's Lefever. <coughs> You're making him a god, and he's doing that. That's the whole Shaila. That's why you make the bracha for him. Shaila is how does it help? If Mitzvah saying Sikhs Kavana. You're saying it matters the Isra Ganeva if he, even he knows a Mitzvah, so we step ahead. Is that what you mean? Okay. The answer is yeah, but doesn't stop. He's still eating without a bracha if he wasn't Mekayim, as a Chiv to make the bracha. And that requires Kavana, unless. You hold that we don't require kavana to be make by drabanas, which uh, many of us can do, and therefore it's okay. So it's a good point you're making. He's still slightly ahead of the game because Elise is not outright Geneva until you get to my second part of the question. So just wait a minute. It's a good point, but just wait a minute and you'll see. The second problem is that, and this is a problem for everybody people sitting here, people listening, their families. In America, we have made an art. Uh, I apologize to people who walked in exactly at 9. We're trying to aim somewhere between 5 to 9 and 9, just to confuse everybody. Uh, <laughs> so you can't drive any quicker. You're a putter. You're, it's a Shiloh. Why would not ever lift an Eva making you drive 98 miles an hour? That's, that's a different Shiloh. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's a good Shiloh, huh? Taka. <laughs> so... Uh, Tell it to the, tell it to the uh, cops. Just flash your badge when they stop you. Don't 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 mention the shear. Then ask who the magad shear is, and they're going to have the cops all over the. Okay. Yeah, it's like you know, have the cops surrounding the building. I'm going to tell them. Just speak to the guy where uh, none of. Uh... So the bigger issue is as follows: We in America have perfected the art, unfortunately, of spacing out. It's a new concept. I mean, it's existed in humanity for a while, but we're especially good at it, especially since we started multitasking. As so we discussed this past Shabbos. It's recorded Matzah Shabbos about the malachim can't multitask, we can, but we're not too good at it. <laughs> and we don't really concentrate on anything when you concentrate on five different things. That's why it has gotten exponentially worse. It was never this bad. So, guy makes Kiddush taking an easy thing that happens weekly. Guy comes home, makes Kiddush for his mishpacha, and you got a lot of people there, and they're... You know, you start uh, the preamble and you say savri. We have a lot of savris and brashus. You know what that's for? That's listen up. Don't space out. 
Maybe we should say it in English. That's what that's for. It's also to ask Rishos in case somebody choshev there. Okay. And if they don't know that or it didn't work for that long, you're making Kiddush. If somebody completely spaces out, I usually say this once a year. It's not get to this, but we'll be Yetzir already in case I don't say it again before Perm. It makes Chris Megillah one of the harder mitzvahs of the entire year because you've got to listen to every word. And if you totally spaced out to buy one of them, it went into your ear canal, maybe some level registered somewhere, it's some nerve ending between the ear canal and the brain. But if it didn't register, then highly questionable. That's a kind word already. Whether that's Shamaic Aina, if the guy didn't register in the brain, which means you space out by uh, Megillah, spacing out's good. You start thinking of this child, that child, that Mahalach, and, the, and you start looking at the Mepharshim. It's a good, just concentrate on the Pasha child. So you have to do that by Kiddush, which is shorter than the Megillah, by Hermitsi, which is shorter than Kiddush. And some people find all this challenging, which is why we generally shy away from benching for people and even saying alamichia for people. We do it sometimes because I, I make a calculation, chance of some people spacing out, but some people might walk away with that alamichia. So you've got to know what you're dealing with, who you're dealing with. But that's the problem. Over here, we just finished with the problem. The guys knows a mitzvah drabanat to make a bracha. So, okay, mitzvah said in sikhah's kavanah by drabanat. But the guy is being polite. You're serving him orange juice. You're saying the words. The almond's not ma'akev. It's going in the ear canal. But he might be thinking about your washing machine. Or how hot it is. Or what we have to put up with. We've got to fix the washing machine. And we've got to deal with Haredim who are giving us orange juice and making us make brothers. Whatever he's thinking about, but he might not be concentrating on the words. So, if he missed a few words or the whole thing, that has nothing to do with Mitzvah Sichas Kavana. We can make all of his Dwarbanon, maybe. And Sichas Kavana is not Ma'akev. He didn't hear the words. He heard them physically. They went to the ear, but they didn't register in the brain. And that's a problem. And every time I mention this, people say, is there any shita holds that went into your ear that's good enough even didn't reach the brain? The answer is, I hope so, but they're hard to come by. They say, if you hear the Megillah in Lashem Kodesh, even if you don't understand it, you're Yotze, because it's enough that it's Lashem Kodesh. Yes, but it's got to enter your brain that you heard, you don't know what the words mean, but the words entered your brain. There's a level where it registers. You have to ask the psychologist what, you know, how much it takes to register, but... It's important to kud every time they kiddush. So just this little shabbos, you might want to just tell the family savri and stop for a minute and say, "By the way, I just chazed over this week." That means pay attention. Uh, many people are planning their divrei Torah for the coming suda, or they think about what they did during the week, or they're looking at everybody's nice tie, or whatever, you know, everybody's uh, looking around and a lot of interesting things to do and see, and it's hard to concentrate. So that's a concern. What do you do then? So, if it's not Yetzi, you're back to the Lefnever issue. So, there are two Terutsim we have mentioned over the last number of months that would be usable over here if you have no other choice, which means first to try to make a bracha, tell to listen. The words in Lashon Kadesh, not so pushed that she does a hold. If you understand the words, you're not Yetzi Shemekah because the words don't mean anything to you. We're generally Makal, the Nashim Sitkanias were very big uh, Nashim Sitkanias. They didn't always understand all the words. And, okay, that's why they developed a mini. Sometimes they made their own bracha afterwards. If they're going to drink, but how about they answer Kiddush? The answer is we assume that's okay. Here, I'm worried it's not entering his brain. So what do we do? So one terrorist is, and both these terrorists are very general for many of these shaylas. And this is why this is such a good example. 
First test we had is the Chaznish or Shlomo Zalman. Remember the Maisa? He was taking the fellow around Kolteira, came in from Europe, and he was um, one of the Nadvanim to the Yeshiva. He had the great Schus of Achzachas Teira. He wasn't yet from another area, but he was Maika Teira. And it was a sweltering July day in Bayit Vagan, which is only a few degrees cooler than Rechovot. And they're walking and going and here and showing him everything. And he stops for a minute pauses, and then he tells one of the Tlamidim, get a bottle of tempo from the dining room and bring us some cups, and we're going to sit down here in the shade and have a drink. And Rosh Hashanah didn't, I wasn't there, so why didn't he make a bracha for him? I guess the guy's fixing the washing machine is in your employ, so you can sort of like direct traffic. Maybe uh, Shalom Azama knew this fellow, and he wouldn't take it kindly. You had to be there. That apparently wasn't an option. Shalom Azama was an either. So Shlomo Zalman, bringing from the Chaznish, bringing from all the Mishnayis and Shemitah, which we covered, that if they ask to borrow something, and uh, it's Chadav and Danara, if it's Trav Danara, and you know for sure you do not have it's not so partial if it's Dereza, but if he can get his own drink, and this Kavir can afford it, and he's going to hate from Yidin, and lose the schus of giving to the yeshiva maybe if he gets all bent out of shape. The only mitzvahs he has is his ava, satayra, his maikah, tamid chachamim, and maikah b'nei teira, and then he's going to hate people if they can't even give me a drink. It's 98 degrees out here. So you're trying, that's livneivir. You're trying to save mabochad rabbonon and getting him into sinna deraisa and sinna tamid chachamim, many deraisas. So Shlomo Zalman says that's worse. And therefore, if you don't have any other choice, give him the drink. Before you use that heter, you got to be. A lot of people like to use that heter because they were uncomfortable bringing it up. That's not the heter. The heter is where you're pretty sure it's going to trigger a bigger avera of sinners. Not always sinners, it's just like slightly uncomfortable and bewilderment. It's not doesn't always lead to sinner, and it didn't in the case where the guy was fixing the washing machine in Rechovot. That's one teretz, but you got to be careful where to apply it. At least but you know to ask a shayla. The second possibility is that if it's Chadav and he can get his own drink, which is a Shailah, would he be drinking now? If he wasn't here, he could buy his own food. That's a Shailah which comes up in the office all the time. You're serving dinner, you're serving snacks, there's a meeting. A lot of Jews are not yet from there. People are quick to say, well, Chadav he doesn't need my food. If he's on the 54th floor in Manhattan at a meeting, stuck in a meeting for five hours, and you're serving something, he's not going out to get food now. Could he, in theory, buy food? Yeah, when he gets home, but before he came. But right now, he's hungry, and he wants food. That's not so push it. That's only Dorabon, that might be Treyav. If you could solve that problem, and he says, no, I got my own tuna sandwich. He said, no, 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 this, uh, this is much better. He's washing anyway, you're serving something. And... Is Dorabonon, then you have the Machalik, the Mangan of Ram, and the Shach slash Nadbihuda, Dog Mavava. And Dog Mavava says if he's a Mazid anyway, or Mumur, he says Mumur, but then he says, what did Mazid? And it's only Dorabonon, then you have that sweeping heter, but it's a Machalik, the Mangan of Ram argues, and he says it's still Lasser. That would be the last possibility of the heter over here. The guy wants a drink, it's very uncomfortable, he's going to get annoyed, but not, he's not, not going to hate you for it, so it's not going to be that level of triggering a bigger avair, and he's stealing and he's drinking without a bracha. So what's the answer? The answer is, if he's a mummer or amazed anyway, and he can get his own, it's chad of the naira. But that's a big if when it comes to food. A big if, and it's way over applied. <coughs> so if you have both those conditions, you can rely on the Dagam So those are the two famous hetarim we had, among many others, but they come into play a lot. Yes? Purpose to it, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why would we apply it over here? So it's a very good question, and we might. I kept emphasizing you should have a drink also. Uh, there's a, the, the two issues. Number one, there are Peskim that say, this before the Tshuva movement, the Peskim that say it's only for Chinuch of Gatanim, and for Gdolim we don't apply it. We don't say it for them. We teach them, write it down, transliterate it, or... A lot of times the person, certainly in America, is not yet from. You, you, you can say, Ado, he's not going to catch on. And he might not want to go through the whole, in his mind, rigmarole, even though we're trying to give him a lava. He'll wait 10 seconds. You say, you want to save me? I'm listening, even though he's spacing out. But often it's not going to work. That's the problem. And to say, Shem Hashem, is a bit of a machlik. There are others that say, a tinik shenishba is a t- like a tinik. It doesn't know anything. So what's this in that in Mechina? So there are those that say that, but it's, it's not a Dara Pashut, and you'd be saying it word after word, he's got to be willing to do that. And that's not always... Uh, not always... What? Because the chinuch, the heter for chinuch was for little kids. It was, it was never, before 30 years ago, it never came up. You never had pictures. Picture Kleisel. Never had people who didn't, even the Stukim, the Quran, they knew Bracha. Everybody was, the guy who wasn't from was Amumar, Lahachis, Meshumud. He also knew Bracha. Today we have millions of people who don't know about Yemenim is smaller. It's a whole different, whole different set of Shailas. Yeah. So in America, I guess, or would it be better to, if you're going to say it for him, you should just kind of say the Bracha in English. Understand it. Problem is, we're always afraid we don't know how to translate things exactly. Lord, I'm just just shame. I shame. We're a little bit lost on. But if you take like a pathway to prayer, which is like it's a very long pathway to prayers are, are yeah. You don't want to give him a long translation. Remember, you got about eight seconds, and he wants but to start the meeting. But it's relatable. It's more relatable. Yeah. Translation because it's more meaningful. Yeah. So you just want to do a blessed art thou, our Lord our God, or something a little bit more contemporary. Uh, <laughs> He probably doesn't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if he's not going to stand for the, but you probably, if we don't translate it exactly, you might not be Yetzi. That's the problem. You're saying, well, the Oscar said it, obviously Yetzi. They're trying their best, and they themselves will tell you in Agdama, I have read Dagdama, but they will say that, I think the Oscar probably in English says A, D, or says Hashem, or they don't translate it. They don't write, oh Lord our God. Okay. So there you are. They don't want to take a position. <laughs> I don't blame them. What? That and that's a that is a that is a literal trans. That's good. That's not a machlekes. Shem Hashem. No Our Lord, our guy. It's very rough. You could tell the guy, okay, this is the guy in another place, Kim, so just hold it. Let me just explain this. Okay, it's not Krishma. You don't have to do both. You're right. Krishma will machmer for both. So you just want to go with Adana Kol. It's master of everything. I don't know. You don't realize how learned you are. I don't know if he's going to understand the words, even in plain English. Master of everything. Master of everything is like, like Lahavdil, like, what's the expression? Jack of all trades, master. He's going to, like, he's not, he's going to lose it. They don't use such highfalutin English. I, I'm not sure. Uh, you're saying, just explain to him, listen, master of everything. That means he's completely in charge. Then he's going to say, can we t- discuss that? Lahavdil. <laughs> You know, Rachman I, I just don't. You're assuming he's going to hop all these lofty concepts. I don't know. What, what do you think, Yaakov? He's going to just tell him in English? Or just tell him, master of everything. That's my best translation, per the Mishaburah, when it's not Krishna. Can you 
Hashem, there we go with Hashem again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hashem, okay, but Hashem, you still don't want to be Yetzir with. Hashem means no name. Blessed, blessed means the source of blessings. Oh, that's also what Machlaik is. This is deep stuff. The word blessed, a lot of people think blessed is I'm giving you a blessing. Uh, they're not... Okay, but that happens to be a machlekes every time you say baruch, baruch atah Hashem. Yeah, so, but, the word, it's a machlekes that the word baruch means, but the, in English, blessed is going like one of the shitas in baruch. That it's I'm happy that we're machaven, but you still didn't translate. You're running a risk over here. Here he's reading it from. It says Hashem. Hashem's not going to do. Hashem can do anything. Hashem is the word. Hashem's not going to do anything for us over here uh, in terms of using the touch. The word Hashem means the name. That's when you don't want to say the name. So, so you have to say master of everything, which happens to be true. By Kriyashma, we have both in mind. And the good news is, the psak is, by everything else, because otherwise you have to tell them, okay, blessed be he who was, is, and will be. He's going to lose you completely. I, I mean, if, you, if he has time, he's interested, you can explain it. These are great lofty concepts, but I, I don't know what, Yaakov, you still look... Uh, uh, I, if they're thinking about it, you'll understand it better than any kid if, he thinks, if you think about it and he didn't. I'm asking, but... Uh, okay. it works for a child? It doesn't, that's what I'm saying. You have to be, if you remember, in this year, Night Seder, not just eight years ago, approximately nine years ago, we had a long sugya of Chinuch, and we kept trying to answer the kasha, why is it America? We got so smart. We were the kids of three and four and two and a half, saying brachas and everything. What's clear in Shulchanar, the youngest age is five. And everybody kept insisting, though, today everybody's in Eloy, which I didn't really understand because must be I'm not. And I <laughs> didn't. everybody became so smart. The answer is they're parroting the word, so that's more of a shiloh. Can you even say it with Shem Hashem? It's not Chayv Chinuch yet. So that's why if he says it, we say Amen. If you remember that, there was a lot of screaming and yelling during that year. Uh, Amen. You're tricking the kid. You're not tricking the kid because he didn't hear the Amen or the Amen. You just, Amen Levatola is a Shaila. So, uh, but there is a Shaila in the Pesach. But man, the Pesach say you can't do that by an adult. Question is, can we do that now because they're all like Tinnish and Nishba? That's the Shaila. Yeah. That's why I say nobody What was that? I didn't say nobody you want to say? Why did it say not, not to do that, brother? Because they only made the takana for, for kids. It wasn't necessary for the adults. What? What do they do? The person does nothing. Let me put it this way. There are a number of Possible issues. Tefillah needs a gufnaki. Gufnaki doesn't only mean gufnaki in physical physical sense. It also means machshavas tahiris. Okay, the answer that would be, we hope, is that for the five seconds he has machshavas she'ena tahiris all day and all night because he's part of the secular world. If he's putting on tefillah already, doing something Jewish, he's going to have bad machshavas for the one minute he's putting on tefillah, which is a decent svarah, maybe. We just hope they're doing it like facing the wall and nobody's walking by. They try it, whatever. And the bracha is subject to this. The only problem is the last two theories we just had are to answer why it's not Liv Nivir, because the bracha is not chal, because he doesn't understand what's going on and he's not saying the words. If you're saying the words, he's spacing out. So maybe he's not spacing out. I don't know. Do they say the words? I was never I witness to uh, a they transliterated. Have, they, you, okay. I think they have a read transliterated. And they do, okay. They so do then at least he's saying the brachas. You can't. Okay, so then you're, you're, you're saying the words. You can't, if you, spacing out is not a problem 
if you're saying the words, you know what the words mean, you still said the bracha. So that wouldn't be the biggest issue. Okay. So we will come back to it, but this is a uh, good uh, shayla that cuts across uh, many of these svaras. Okay, the paper in front of you, we will begin to introduce the next part of the sugya. You think that Lifneiver and the first definition of the martial people of Bavera, which were by far not finished with. We're going to go into many of the details, but I want to get to at least the second part of the definition for the next few weeks, because... Uh, this is the second type of the Pesach that everybody's Moscow to. Remember, tripping over a rock is a rotten thing to do to somebody, and you're a Mazik, <laughs> and it's a barbershop, a rabbi, and he trips over that rock, you're in big trouble. It might have nothing to do with the Pesach of Nevelistay Mishal, even though that's the Pesach shot. That was the first year we had many, many months ago. Uh, the second, besides the Mashal Bavera and the Ruchnius, the second shot, or she brings down actually the first uh, Possibility it doesn't make a difference to the order. You would think this segment, which is going to be as fascinating or more than the first eight months, and that is the simple good deed, simple chesed, human thing to do, guy wants some advice, he wants an etza. Give him a good etza. And if you don't give him a good etza, and you willfully, or bipshia, we're going to get to all these possibilities. You didn't think it through. You're just like shooting off the cuff. Like the guy I met in Manhattan who told me to go this way. I still don't think he was malicious. If you didn't catch that sheer, go back to it. I think he just was from Idaho and he didn't want to make it look like he didn't know what he was doing. That's Lifniva Daraisa. He was an Akum, so he wasn't over the Issa. We're over the Issa Klape then. They don't have the Issa, just for the record. That's not one of the Zion Mitzvahs, interestingly enough. And every time you try this out, I, I assume you've been chazming with all your friends and relatives the last eight, nine months. Uh, the first question I get back is, Lifni Iver by a guy? <laughs> I said, yeah, that's the example in the Gemara. Just that, that's the first pushback you're going to get. That's Pashat. Just They don't have it as Lifni Iver, but it's not one of their Zion mitzvahs. So this guy just wasn't being very nice. He could have told me, I'm not from here, I really don't know, and I, uh, I'll say thank you very much, I'll ask the next guy. So Often, it's not b'mezid l'hachis, it's just you want to look like you know something, you don't know anything about the subject, and he asks you for advice, you don't want to look like you don't know, so you give him advice. That's an isidah reisah, lifna evil is michshel. If you don't give a good eitzah, and the second possibility is you give a decent eitzah, but not the best eitzah you can give for him. This sounds like a very simple definition. How often can this come up? This comes up by from people, much more often, this part of the sugya, much more often than Lifniva Bavera. When's the last time you tried to marshal somebody Bavera? Hope you can't think that far back. Most of our shaylas have been, by the not yet from, in Kirov and relatives and eating and Shabbos. And, uh, that's why the sugya is so big, because there's no gay There are, unfortunately, millions of people who are not yet with the program. The Eitsa department is not gay them. Also, it happens to be this part is not negated to an akam, I will say, according to many Peskim. I'll show you later. So Shailun Mechus Chinuch wants to know why. But this is more in the Bel Machavera aspect. It's not nice to give a bad Eitzah to an Akum, but if it's a real Akum as an Ovi Mazal or Russia, you might not be able to give him a good Eitzah. We'll get to that soon. That's going to be pretty chaotic, and maybe we'll see where to 
turn this off, depending where, where, where that leads us with the questions. But there's no chiyuv to do it. There's no iser lifneiver, because the iser lifneiver by a guy, by a veyers, is you're polluting the atmosphere. That was the Lashem we used. So you can't be mashalim in the Zion Mitzvah because he's not doing what's in Hashem, and you're polluting the atmosphere. If you ask you for an it's like an element of You should be a nice guy. If he's a parva fellow, not a Russia, he keeps the Zion Mitzvah, make a kiss Hashem and give him a good answer. If he's a Russia, or an Ovid of Azar, it's not so posh that you're allowed to do that, but that's not for right now. If it's a yig, you have a chiyav gomer, but I'm a chaver, not only to give him a good etzah, but to give him the time, think it through, admit if you don't know, then don't give him an etzah, because you're not giving the best etzah or point him in the right direction, somebody who can. And if you give him a good etzah, but it's not the best etzah for him, or, and this last part of it is the most common, or you have an agenda because there's something in it for you and it can affect you when you're thinking in your head, I'll give an Eitzah, but this can affect me, Derech Agav, and then the Eitzah you give him is uh, decent but not the best because you're involved. You could still be over, you are still over, this is the Reisel of Nevelis Nehmechel. And as we start to get into the Sugya of the next few nights, we're going to start this Marmokam right now, you're going to see that this is not Nagea every day, it's Nagea sometimes every hour, depending on what business you're in. And I will explain that as we go along. Yes? Um, doesn't, every day, um, it happens to be now, there are certain people who have phones that um, they could do stock trading. Okay. And there are a lot of from people who are saying, these are very from people. There used to be stockbrokers. There aren't stockbrokers anymore. Everybody does it online. So basically, there's somebody who is a from guy. Right. He's like a broker. He's doing it for free, or he's doing it the goodness of his heart. He's giving advice. He's giving financial advice, and it's very easy to, to buy these kind of things like right away. It's so free advice. Buy uh, cryptocurrency. Okay. okay and yeah, that's a very calm, non-risky type of investment so that risky. never fluctuates. So, so it's very risky. Hands. And I remember a few months <laughs> yeah. ago, he was telling like, and people were doesn't make him a bad guy. You're saying that in perfect 2020 hindsight, I would use Monday morning quarterbacking, but that's a dangerous thing to say, like today. (laughs) So, not an expert in the area. Clearly, not the right thing for them to do. If you would ask somebody who was a monkey in the area, they would say, "You're out of your mind doing this." You know, that's an. That, that's an interesting example. I have many interesting examples that's going to affect every single person in every industry. So I'm not going to leave anybody untouched. But you told the phone guy I was giving the advice. I told him not to for, for this reason. Yeah. Also, that by firing him because he's wasting time and he should be seeing patients. So that was a simple uh-huh. issue, but that wasn't really the reason. The reason was because I thought he was. How well did your mic pick up? Mm-hmm. Something? Well. Pretty well. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, okay, but uh, we're gonna the short soundbite now. But remind me tomorrow and the next night and the next couple of weeks because we're gonna have to. There's some basic caches, uh, and this is as I'm as warning. This is very Nogaya. Uh, just in his defense, uh, even though I don't know who it is, and I, I'll hear more details from you. An expert on Wall Street is not. How do I put this delicately? If the expert on Wall Street was 
running the same ratio as a doctor in New Jersey. And, or let me put it the other way, the doctor in New Jersey was trying to be as accurate as the expert on Wall Street. He'd be shooting, and you can command seven figures. If you shoot for 51%, I don't even think it has to be that high, 52%, and you're handling enough money, you can make hundreds of millions of dollars. I wouldn't suggest, if a doctor's right 51% of the time, that means he's wrong 49% of the time. So different industries lend themselves to different risk factors, and I think when it comes to a broker giving advice or a guy giving free advice, it's understood this is Wall Street, this is cryptocurrency, and unless you sign, we give you a little questionnaire, what's your appetite for risk? And he writes on it big letters, I'm very hungry. Or something like that. Usually you fill out more detailed questions. So, so you're sure he's famished and there's no bracha shayla over here, no lifneiver. I'm just, I want, I have a very big appetite for risk. And the guy says, okay, so in the high risk department, there, I don't even know if they have to be right 51% of the time. And that wouldn't be lifneiver because an investor should know that. That's why they make him fill out questionnaires. You're probably going to say, this guy is like just a nice guy giving a lot of people advice in his chat group, and they didn't fill out any questionnaires. Is that what you're saying? Okay, so you should tell them, you should give out the questionnaire, and you should tell them this is very risky. I would assume people know that, uh, and you're saying they put in serious money. What was, for them, serious money? Okay, so if, if you have a person who's giving free advice, trying to be nice. Trying to be nice isn't a heter in this sugya. That's the thing. It's, you have to give the best advice for them. And part of the difficulty as we're going to start developing the sugya is it's kilu, you have to like, think, what would you tell your brother? What would you tell yourself? What would you... So you say, well, I'm not, the guy I'm talking to has $100 million to spare. I wouldn't take this risk because I don't have the money. Okay, we'll take that into account. But Lamaisa, say he's also going to lose a lot more if he invests a lot more. So your point is duly noted that part of the advice is this is the best I can do and he might be as good as the guys on Wall Street. The fact that they lost money is just, he could have made a lot of money also, especially with cryptocurrency. It's pretty wild in terms of how much it vacillates. And the fact that he was wrong, turned out wrong, is not necessarily the kasha. The kasha is you're dealing with people who might not know any better and he should tell them, Chazal say, one-third as advice. One-third, one-third, and one-third split the assets. Don't take all this. He should have at least told them the Chazal. Okay. Uh, that's, that's true. We're going to have many other common examples, but I'm just pointing out the mere fact that everybody was very, very hot on certain investments. Sophisticated investors, by the way. There was a fellow... Uh, Shalom. Now he's in the Elam Amis, and he's a full Baal Tshuva, but he wasn't a Baal Tshuva in the Elam Hagashmi here. And he uh, recently departed, not that recent, but pretty recent, in terms of the sands of time. And he had extremely, probably everybody in this room knows somebody, extremely sophisticated investors from the New York area, like Jewish, mainly Jewish, smart Jews, Jews usually smart, and New Yorkers, so they're savvy. And we're talking about, what was it, billions of dollars? It was the biggest, what? Yeah, Yeah, it was the biggest. And you look at the the list of the people who were had, it's public, (laughs) part of the list. You look at, I I just, we all, I don't know if you know people, I know, like, I was once, 
interesting, in a very high-profile Orthodox shul in Manhattan, minding my own business, catching a mincha, I gave a shear nearby, whatever, I, I happened to be there, and it was during that tkufa, and I heard, like, the biggest five machers in the shul commiserating, and like, oh boy, that was a real tough one, I gotta figure out how to make up this 28 million, they were talking real numbers, like, they're not, he didn't look like a nar to me, so I'm, I'm trying to show is that is the Avon Lifn Well, there the song is a lot worse than Lifn It's called Geneva. <laughs> he was giving them advice to keep on pumping in money or keep the money in to a place that didn't really exist because the money didn't really exist anymore for a while. It's called the Ponzi scheme. And how that's, that's worse than that's bad advice, yes. That's Lifn and it's Geneva and Chilashem and many other, many other things. Uh, so. The fact that the people you're saying these people are inexperienced, I'm, I'm showing you that we had a real life example where the most experienced, savvy people in the world who have been very successful fell in big time, and it wasn't just one or two people. So that I, I'm using that to show it doesn't necessarily translate that the person giving advice is able to live naiver that that he didn't explain to them enough what the risks are. A lot of people do know what the risks are, and they take big risks. So you're all going to tell me after Sheer that's not a riot because he was considered the safest, most honest guy around. And uh, yeah, I have one kasha. People told me that. I spoke to one guy who lost my money. I said, what were you thinking? He wasn't from. He doesn't have that that namonis. You can have somebody who's from also to pull it up. But he just starts over no namonis. He said he was the head of the NASDAQ for a time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's like pretty for a resume that's pretty good okay it's not the New York Exchange but the NASDAQ is NASDAQ so he said uh, okay they call it pink sheets and that's why it's pink because it's rogue and uh, he had all sorts of shots in my but the guy had a good resume I have one Kasha and he wasn't able to answer but I'm also I, this is 2020 hindsight I said there's no hedge fund that returns those types of numbers year after year it's impossible so he said, yeah, that's why I started calling my money because after like 14 years straight, it looked ridiculous. I said, I saw the numbers. After five years straight, it looked ridiculous. But why? There, there is maybe one hedge fund that does it. Renaissance. Still? <laughs> Rantec, yeah. Without any down, recession, depression, nothing. Hedge funds are different. This guy is running the... Okay. Okay. I just, uh, for the record, I just, I don't know... what. I'll, you know, I'm going to think about whether to say this before tomorrow night, uh, just on that story. There's one other important comment, but um, if I don't say it tomorrow night, ask me after Sheer. On that positive note, we're going to end, and we didn't get to the copy yet, so hand it back in, and we will, uh, with this Hakdama, Mr. Shem, uh, look inside tomorrow.